Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever and whenever you are in the world, and welcome back to Sticking Points, that crazy-ass podcast where myself, David Chislett, and himself, Jason Utah, smash creativity and financial planning together and see what falls on the floor. Good. Why, why can't I be myself, Jason Utah, and you be himself, David Chislett? Because um, it's a bit weird to refer to yourself as himself when you're speaking. Okay. So you be himself today and I'll be myself. All right. So here's himself, David Chislett, and myself, <laughs> Jason Utah. <laughs> Nut job. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, David Chislett. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Cool. So what I wanted to chat about today is last week we did a podcast where we did speak a little bit about poetry and we actually termed it the poetry of money. And you said something that's really stuck out in my head for the week. Hmm. And when we were discussing poetry, you said, yes, but every word has a job. Hmm. And that's what I wanted to have a look at. What did you mean by that? Because every word does have a job. And what is the money side to it? What is the job of money? And how do they then work? Oh. And just to put a thorn in, in whatever spanner in the works is you said, well, stop talking right there and let's not write anything down and let's see where this conversation goes. So I'm dealing with that too. <laughs> <laughs> I do that because quite often when people are discussing interesting and novel ideas, the second version is less interesting. Okay, so let's get on to the first. Right. I like that. So what did I mean when I said every word has a job? Well, most words have at least, well, all words have a meaning, and most words have at least one more. And context tells us which meaning to apply. So what happens when you're writing poetry is if you use a lot of words, you're bringing a lot of alternative meetings into play. And if you have not selected those words carefully, it's not obvious which of the alternative meanings you mean. Therefore, okay. you need to choose not just a word to do a particular thing, but you need to choose the other words around it to make it point in the right direction. And that's kind of the work that every word has to do. It's to point the reader in the direction you as the writer would like them to go. I mean, there's no guarantees here. But... Well, that's my question. How do you know what, how they're going to choose which meaning to of that word? Well, you don't. I mean, that's why poetry, well, actually all, all the written word um, is the best example of the postmodern world because I can work on that as much as I like. And because for whatever reason, you've never encountered the alternative meaning of a particular word, you're going to misinterpret me. Exactly. And as a poet, I have to be okay with that because well, I can't control you or what's going on in your head. And so whatever tangent or what's to me seems like a tangent that your mind goes off on, I have no control over. <laughs> what a tangent my mind goes on or anybody else's mind. But I think um, yeah, my mind does go on tangents. Well, you know, that's why we know that you are actually a highly creative human being, <laughs> despite what you might think. <laughs> so here's what I'm, here's what I'm thinking is money has a job, right? And money 
depending on your context, which is you use the word, every word has meaning, plus some words have one more meaning. And depending on the context that you use that word in will depend on your interpretation of that. Well, in of the poem, of the overall yeah. poem. Yeah. Okay? Um, over and above that, you can't determine the context with which I read your poem. Correct. And you can't, and and as a result of that, you can't determine how I feel about um, what you're trying to what you're trying to put out there. Correct. So, because we like being creative, let's create a money poem. <laughs> or you mean literally a poem? Or what is the work of money like? Okay, let me exactly let's create the work of money poem. I'd like to see what words come up. Um, ah. And then I will then we can elaborate. So let's call it and just so everybody does know you're looking a little bit shocked here. Uh, we haven't put this together yet. So let's <laughs> call it the work of money poem. Yeah. The work of money or the job of money. job okay so if we take the traditional view that we've discussed before is that many of your clients seem to come with is about the the job of money is providing security okay so so let's elaborate the job of money is to create feelings right and so what work does money need to do in order to to fulfill that job description okay so the job of money is to create a feeling and the work that money needs to do is how does that happen? Right. In other words, you need to break down quite carefully what it is to you that gives you a feeling, say, of security. Okay. And then how do you set money to work to fulfill that need? So that's what I'm loving is the job of money isn't really to create feelings. So the job of money is bland. The job of money, there is no poetry really in the job of money. Well, money, so poetry is a, is a meaning exchange and money is a value exchange. Yes. And that value, whatever we're exchanging that for, will hence create the feeling. Yes. So what the reason I wanted to have a look at this is because a lot of times money is interpreted as a feeling. Money is interpreted as something that causes anxiety, something mm. that causes joy, something that causes stress, something that causes happiness. Um, and the job of money is not that. No. The job and of money, once you actually have a look at it, it's none of that. Money it doesn't do that. Money can help you buy things that you may feel will make you happy. Money in the bank may cause you to feel more secure. And th that to me is the job. The job isn't to create a feeling. The job is really a means of exchange. Yes, because the human being creates the feeling. It's, it's like Correct. that Buddhist attachment, you know, things do not make us un unhappy. It is our attachment to things which makes us unhappy. Exactly. So, so how do you now choose the words in a poem in, in that kind of a context because okay gotcha gotcha i think it's important to let go of, of what the job of money really is or isn't 
If you want security and you've decided that money is the vehicle, then you need to understand what you need to feel secure. And once you understand that, then it should be possible to reverse engineer some steps into, okay, so what do I need to make my money do in order for me to get that feeling as a result of that work? Okay. So if I don't really need to be rich, for example, but I want to have a predictable medium income uh, for the you know, medium to long term, that's going to provide me with a totally different financial strategy to if I want to be rich as soon as possible. It depends. Again, as you said, words have completely different meanings. So if we're trying to define what rich means to you versus what wealthy means to you, they're separate things. Rich could mean that you're on a never-ending treadmill because you're never going to be rich if you're always chasing an end result. Okay, I mean, I could be thinking about this a little bit too sure. simplistically, but I'm thinking if, say, I, my stated objective is rich, as vague as yeah. that is, then I'm thinking, okay, high risk, high yield investments, short term, in, out, quick trades to, to multiply my capital as, as, as quickly as possible, notwithstanding the risk. If I'm thinking medium to long term stable income, I'm thinking low risk, uh, much lower yield. Um, for for you know a, a smaller capital investment. You know, I'm still feeling a little bit confused around the, not around that around that concept because what is the end result? So the end result is oh, you want you want a solid concrete goal, not a fuzzy goal. <laughs> yeah. So, so what are we? So what are we looking at? And what is? So I get it. You've said all right. In order to be rich my money needs to have a specific job. And that job needs to, if invested correctly, must offer a higher yield. Right. If I'm not after being rich, then I don't need to have such a high yield because I'm happier with a lesser return. My question is really around your definition of rich or not your definition. It's generally a definition of rich. Um, can completely change that. Well, I think that's where this is. Okay, so we, let's get back to the use of words quickly because here's yeah. a nice dichotomy for you. If I had gone for the lower yield long-term option, I may well still consider myself wealthy. Okay. But not rich. If I'd gone for the high yield short-term option, I may well consider myself both wealthy and rich depending on what factors. So let's assuming you've taken a massive risk and you're now sitting in a huge amount of debt and you've leveraged yourself with that high risk, you're certainly not going to feel rich. You're going to feel anxious. No, no, I am assuming a positive outcome to these strategies. You are correct. <laughs> so really, I mean, that's what fascinates me around the use of words and financial planning and so-called poetry is that a simple way, and everybody knows this, to get rich or to get wealthy or to feel secure about money has got nothing to do with the way you invest it. It's simply got to do with the way you manage it. Spend less than what you earn. Yeah. It, it makes me think of, of the uh, quite shocking statistics around lottery winners. Yeah. 
you know, you'd think winning 50 million euros would make you happy. But the statistics of family alienation, uh, relationship breakup, um, early avoidable death, and the loss of all of that money are, are quite staggering when you look into it. I mean, right now, while we're having this close chat, to 98%. Yeah, it's high. It's, it's yeah. way higher than but you. But it, it's the same. It's the same idea as uh, any sort of windfall when it came comes to lottery, large inheritances, um, taking over family businesses, all those different things. And and the whole research that's gone into that is you didn't work for it, so it's ended up on your plate. So two things happen: you either don't know how to run it or manage it. Or one ends up feeling guilty for getting it. Right. So we get rid of it. Yeah. Or you don't feel like, yeah, you don't feel like you deserve it. Or yeah. because you didn't earn it, you don't really have a sense of its real value. So you squander it recklessly. Exactly. Yeah. So coming back to my original question, the use of the word and, and the use of the word job. What is money's job? And for me, what stuck out this week really is what do you want the job to be? Do you want the job of money to Okay, grow? wait, wait, wait. Right, that's too easy. Sorry, I'm not letting you cop out. No, but it is that. easy. It no, is no, no, an no, no. easy that's, concept. That's the no, no, thing. No. What, what is the job of words? Words convey meaning. Correct. What does money do? Means of exchange. Right. That's it. That's it. So that's money's job. It's a means there is no creativity in money's job. No, there's no real creativity in words job either. It's what we do with them later, the sentences and the structures we put around it that creates the meaning. Correct. And maybe it's the same for money, actually. Well, there you go. My penny just dropped. It is exactly the same for money. What you do with it and how you then structure it will then create a meaning further on down the line. So stop focusing on the money and start focusing on the structure, the, even the belief or the narrative and, and what you're doing with it. The overall poem. Right, yeah. Instead of getting hooked up on dollars and cents. <laughs> Instead of getting hooked up on dollars and cents, let's create poetry. Nice, I like it. I like mm. it a lot. Cool, thank you very much for that chat, uh, Jason. I think that's a good place to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I think so too. Thanks very much, Dave. Okay. Have an awesome week. You too. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers.